This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome back to Waterfan TV. The joy and the pain. We, um... Getting a little bit of joy back, but just not enough. Um, it's fun chat time, and we're talking January transfer window. And we got Phil and Daz with us. How you doing, boys? Good, thanks. Very good. Darren's been very casual there, little hand. <laughs> I was trying to work out where the mute button was. So, <laughs> um, right then, so, um, I want to talk about the uh, January transfer window. Um, We'll talk about the locker and uh, Matt Sadler as well. But just before we get on to that, Daz, you were there yesterday. Um, what was your thoughts? Um, I thought we dropped two points yesterday. Um, I thought we, um, oh, Gillingham were poor to be to be to be blunt. Um, and I think we were we we were much better really. Um, I thought we both teams lacked a bit of quality in the in the final third, and uh, we we weren't far away from winning, but we could have lost as well. But um, yeah, but yeah, we managed to get to half time with a clean sheet, which is a bugbear of mine for a long time. But um, two points dropped rather than the one gained. I think. I think it it says a lot about how far Walsall have come. The, we're away to a team that are up there sort of competing for top seven and it's a way match and um, we're sort of disappointed with the point. I think, uh, yeah, but but I, I think we, somebody challenged me on Twitter today saying they couldn't see the progress. But, you know, we, we rolled over my, uh, uh, Notts County. We, we did Wrexham and Crew. We beat Tramir, yeah. who were in good form as well. Um, and, and obviously New Year's Day. I, I think we are making progress. It's slow. It's not as quick as anybody wanted. But it's it's very in, in a kind of two-transfer window kind of system, it's very difficult to make quick progress unless you're bankrolled with yeah. more money than sense. I think... We, we are making progress. I like the comment he made on Twitter. Um, we're not a million miles away from being top six League Two team, but there's still a lot of work to be done. We lack someone who can win a game with a pass-through ball, aren't resilient enough defensively and don't win enough tight games. But as a work in progress, we're getting closer. I think that's, I think that's fair. What do you think on that, Phil? Yeah, I think he's pretty much summed it up there. Um, I think we've... Um, I, I agree with Daz. I think we are making progress. I, I'm, I'm more confident that we're going to have a, a positive second half of the season, which is not something we've been very good at doing in, in recent seasons. Um, I think the, the blocks are in place for us to to have a decent second half of the season. I think that's really important that, you know, even if we don't challenge for the playoffs, we finish this season positively and we can take some momentum into next season. We what, what we can't afford to do is have a drop off like we've had in previous seasons. But yeah. um yeah, I'm I'm more confident that we will have a decent second half of the season this year. 
Okay. And um, we're going to talk about the uh, the loan moves and uh, the January transfer window, the contracts, the locker, and Matt Sadler. So uh, that's coming up. Um, first and foremost, January transfer windows are normally an opportunity for Warsaw to sort of put a bit of money in the bank and get rid of our best players. So <laughs> it's it's been a positive one in that respect. Maybe not as great as some would have liked. Um, it was always going to be difficult to replace Freddie Draper. Um, Mo Fall on a on a stats basis. It's um, it's not a patch on him, but I mean he is a League Two player. Uh, he's got League Two experience, and he's been playing, and he's been scoring. So, not the perfect replacement, but I mean uh, a valid one, a valid replacement. You think? Yeah, I I, I didn't say I don't know. I asked him sort more about it yesterday. I'm not sure how he played yesterday, but I was quite impressed with Farl the first game I saw him against Sutton. I thought he showed some nice bits of link-up play. I uh, thought his movement was decent. Um, so, I, I, but as I say, I'm only judging that on, on one performance. But, yeah, I was disappointed that we lost Freddie Draper. We all were, but I wasn't surprised. Um, no, it made when, sense when, to lose him, really, from yeah. Lincoln's point um, of view. He's developed but, well, hasn't he? Yeah, but obviously he's, he's bought, well, he's bought two strikers in, hasn't he? He bought, he bought, um, he bought Farl and Josh Gordon in. Um, yeah. I've been sitting here from Daz how the pair of them linked up yesterday as a pair. Um, yeah, coming to Daz on that, um, from the clips I've seen, it looks like Josh Gordon is um, just short on confidence in front of goal. Yeah, I, I, I saw a few people that were um, that were slightly critical yesterday, which I thought was harsh. Um, I, Gordon, I thought, I thought Gordon should have played against Sutton. I thought he was exactly the type of striker we should have had from the start against Sutton and I thought he battled hard yesterday again you go back to the tweet I said that they were feeding on they were feeding on scraps at times that the the, the, yeah. the the lack of a through ball or the lack of quality into them made it made it very difficult for him at times um I understand the logic in in both of them I I also understand we were always going to lose Draper you know you we kind yeah. of got really lucky with Draper um fall um you know on yesterday's performance you wouldn't know that he'd done as well as he had at doncaster but at the same time away at gillingham you are you were feeding on scraps i, I think generally they've done as good as they can um in this in this transfer window without without going too far you know the boat this boat is still kind of moored at the moment they haven't pushed it out too far and that probably tells you where their mentality is around a yeah. top seven challenge as well yeah i think i was djt have been doing well um should he have been taken out for josh gordon because djt had done well Phil, go on. Oh, no. uh, all i was going to say was i mean i i understand why why he started against sutton because he had come off the back of two goals in two games. Um, obviously, got the goal against Grimsby and then scored again at, at Stockport. Um, so, we understand why he started against Sutton. Um, but I, I don't think he had a particularly good game against against Sutton. He, he, again, I don't think the service to him was, was particularly great, but um, he wasn't really particularly effective in that game. So, I wasn't surprised to see Gordon come in yesterday. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what happens because there's there's obviously there's a lot of striking options there um when johnson's fit again whether he comes back on the bench or, or how it's how it's going to look when they're all when they're all fit because once again matt's come on in the last two games um again i don't yeah. know how he i don't know how he did when he came on yesterday but some of the reports suggested that he he was quite effective when he came on i don't know i'm just going on what yeah look, i was talking to Lee after the game and he reckoned that jamil matt was a enhancement and he improved us um, this hold up play more than more than Mal Fowler had done. Would you agree with that, Daz? Yeah, yeah. It's you, Matt. Matt will give you an element of um, uh, of of control, particularly when the ball goes long, and and they kind of fall into the trap too often when 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 Matt plays. 
of going a bit longer. I took the yeah. one frustration, and I'm not I'm not digging Matt out here, but he clearly bought him on because he was worried about balls being thrown into the box or knocked into the box as well. Yeah. And uh, and to concede so quickly after he, if he came on, and I'm not blaming Matt, but they were obviously aware of it. And to, to, to concede so quickly after yeah. that they, they tried to address it was really frustrating. Really yeah. frustrating. But, but, but yeah, he, for me, the, the tendency when Matt is on is to is to knock it long because he'll he'll kind of get onto it and then we become detached. Yeah, you he know. needs ball to feet, doesn't he, Matt? Ideally, yeah. ball to feet on the halfway line, and he's uh, much more useful. Um, just coming back to what Phil touched on, Danny Johnson broken toe. Would he be playing now if he hadn't broke his toe? He'd have played all season. He'd have played all season for me. Sorry, he'd have played yeah. a game again yesterday. Desperate for somebody who'll create something out of thin air. You want somebody. If you want somebody that's going to chase defenders and 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 do stuff off the ball, he's not your man. If you want somebody who will turn a draw into a win and a defeat into a draw. I don't think anybody better. Why is it the why is it the Matt Sadler just doesn't play him? I know is it because he just doesn't run enough? But I mean, ah, oh, it's just so frustrating, really. We've got a, a proven goal scorer there, and he's just not put him on the pitch. The one, the one we haven't spoken, the, the one we haven't spoken about, and the one that really interests me is Ote. Yeah. Ote's getting towards fitness now, and he did some damage at Crawley the end of uh, the end of well the second half of last season. And uh, I'm really interested to see if he's going to push Ote up top and uh, and what he can do. Well, uh, I'm glad you mentioned Ote because he didn't play him particularly when he was fit. Um, so uh, welcome, Jack. Um. Hello. If when out is fit, where's uh, where's Matt Sadler going to play him? I'll put that one to Jack. Welcome to the show. Um, well, he played him everywhere, didn't he? he? Played him striker, left wing, back and right wing and left wing. So it's not like we're stuck to one position. He's, <laughs> he'll play. He'll play everywhere. But I'd I like mean, to I think probably like an impact, an impact sub, perhaps. Yeah, but I think he's better than that. He's better than he's better than James Taylor, and yeah. Duggars ain't a bad player. But James Taylor, but Ote is better than than Duggars. DJT, um, yeah. It's just well, Matt. He's got his favourites, hasn't he, Sadler? So it's just where he lines up in terms of being picked. I think every man, every manager has his favourites to a degree, don't they? And that's a weird one, but I suppose typical. Of uh, that sort of thing, I think as managers uh, and managers in business, I think everybody would still have their favourites, um, and uh, all, all the way through school, as uh, we would now um, back in the day, that uh, everybody, one person getting picked for all the projects and uh, on all the presentations and all that business. Oh, it's an outrageous accusation, Ali Simon. <laughs> <laughs> And no, we could. I saw no the favourites in my class. <laughs> <laughs> I did see something on TikTok was quite funny. I won't sort of go into too much detail on it, but they're on about presenters, and um, and there's only about three different presenters on TV, and they all get the site. They all get the gigs, don't they? So now new presenters are getting gigs, and then uh, was it the Gladiators has got? Um, oh, Bradley and his son. Bradley Walsh, and he's got, they needed another one, so he's got his ladding on it. Oh, oh dear! Right then, we'll leave that alone. Um, on the uh, on the other guys who've come come in, Evan Weir, um, signed from Drawda, um, and then we've sent him straight back. So um, I think that's an interesting acquisition. Um, do we know much about him? I think he's right sided centre half, isn't he? He scored the other day. How did he? Yeah, he scored mm. the other day. Yeah, I. I... I think it. I think he was a left-sided centre half, wasn't he? Who played as a. I think I remember reading or listening to the one of the guys from Jordan talking about him. He's obviously highly rated there, 
Um, yeah. And it's, it looks as though there was a few other clubs that were sniffing around him before we signed him. Um, I think they said he was a left-sided centre-half. You can also play left-back as well. Um, okay, yeah, that's, oh, that's good cover then but, for next season. But yeah, I, 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 I don't know. None of us have seen him yet. Um, but I, I quite like the profile of, of that type of signing and the, the jealous one as well. I do know, I do know somebody at Tamworth um, who, who works in the setup at Tamworth, and I spoke to him about Jellis, um, and he was very complimentary about him. He said he's a really, really good kid, great attitude, um, box-to-box midfielder, loads of energy. Did say that he's he's improved technically, but would probably need to improve technically a little bit more to be yeah. a regular starter in the Football League. But um, I think it's good that we've got players who are... I think it's a balancing act. I think it's good. it's good to have players coming in that are going to develop and improve and, and be good for the future but at the same time you've got to look at the here and now and think about bringing yeah. players in that are going to make an immediate impact so I think it, I think it's a, it's a it is a balancing act um, but it, it's good it, it'll be interesting to see them both when they when they do finally get their chance in the first team. January transfer windows are normally for clubs who are struggling and need to survive or clubs who are making a push for the playoffs but most of our signings, or all of our signings, pretty much, are sort of looking to a next season. Um, obviously, Liam Gordon contract extension, Jack Earing contract extension, um, Jellis, as you say, is a player that's sort of a developing player that we can sort of uh, improve. And Evan Weir as well is a, a bright Ocean, player. Ocean's contract as well. Yeah, Oshie McK- uh, McIntyre. Yeah. Um, He's a player that we'll miss, won't we? Yeah, we've all been building for next season. A lot of people just want you know us to go up this season and then we'll probably come down next season and we'll have all this rigmarole again. But if we build for next season and we'll be in a stronger position, then I've got more faith in us not coming straight back down. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we've seen we've seen from the teams that have sort of gone up and the, um, last season and the teams that have gone up this season, um, League One is a tough, tough step up, isn't it? Well, it's just full of big clubs that are run badly, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you look at you, you've got teams like Reading and Charlton who could potentially Hardly. be with us next season. You know, in in League Two, uh, two classic examples of of what Jack's just said. Yeah. Yeah. You're in there and all, isn't there? Yeah. Well, not yeah. not to be down, but you know. Yeah. Um, Manny Adebayega. Um. We wondered whether he'd come straight into the first team, um, but David Cagbu has uh, improved quite a lot, hasn't he? Legend. <laughs> Legend. He's a, he he will back. always be known for that run against Wrexham. Oh, yeah, that was awesome, wasn't he? He will That's always awesome. be known for that. Benefited hugely from playing next to uh, Priestley. Um, and the, the 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 kind of the effect Farquhar has had on the players around him is significant. Yeah, the priest, the priest is uh, immense, isn't he? Is I right? saw him in the I saw him in the lounge after the uh, I think it was after the Wrexham game, and um, oh, you know me, I'm often sh- shorter words, and um, all I can say to him really is, "You are immense," and it is it. I mean, just a, a physical. Physically and as a player, he is immense, isn't he? Well, I was sat then with the media blokes the other day, like against Sutton, and you don't realise from how high up we are, Simon, how big he is until you see him like close up. <laughs> He's enormous, proper broad. Well, when I when I saw him coming, I was sitting down. I stood up, but like I didn't sort of gain any gain any height. I couldn't even standing on the chair. Really, I think obviously I'm not not blessed with great height as it is. But yeah, it's um, having him around and having him fit is a key one for us. I think looking um, to next season, having him for a full season would be a sort of a massive thing. Um, we've looked at the players that have come in. Jamie Jellis, as uh, as Phil mentioned, I think he's he's a good talent, and perhaps similar to Tom Knowles, um, he's got a great engine. And um, and he's an improving player. It's just whether he can make that step up. And I think Tom Knowles. I think we bashed Tom Knowles quite a lot because he is a frustrating player. But he's he does contribute a lot to Warsaw going forward, and he gets on the ball a lot. 
it is so frustrating. But I mean, how's can we improve him? Is the question. Can we improve him? Give him a right foot. Give him a right foot. I, 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 yeah, I think he was particularly frustrating in the last home game against Sutton. I mean, he, he had numerous opportunities in the Sutton game to to put balls into the box and um, just didn't deliver, quite honestly. Um, we know what he can do. We know what he needs to work on. We've spoken about it a lot before. Um, but the, the question I would ask is, is there a better option at the moment to play right wing back? Well, now, now we've had another transfer window and nobody's <laughs> coming. But as uh, I've discussed it with Lee, and um, if we had a ball to right wing back in, Sadler would probably have still played Knowles. Well, the, the thing is for Knowles, if you're a wing back, you must absolutely hate to play against him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, uh, I think some of the comments from uh, Stockport fans, they were most worried about Tom Knowles. And um, they had him as man of the match. Mm. Well, I had, a, as you know, Simon, you, I had a few mates with me at the Stockport game. We, had, we, we spoke before the game. I had a few mates. Uh, we went up to Manchester for the weekend and I had a few mates with me who aren't Warsaw fans. They're, I'll, I'll say it quietly, they're Wolves fans, but they, uh, they, they, came, along to, they came along to the game with me. Um, and they, they made a couple of interesting observations. One of them said to me at half-time, he said, the best passer in your team is your goalkeeper, who, of course, was... Jackson Smith, uh, yeah. who is now no longer in the team, which I'm sure we'll discuss a bit later on. Yeah, uh, and yeah, they, they they all they all singled out Knowles as as being um, as being you know, one of our better players. And in fact, in the Stockport game, he had the assist for the Douglas James Taylor goal. He also yeah. did a great running cross for Liam Gordon, who missed the sitter from a header from oh, six yards, which, oh, no. which he which he which he somehow put over. Uh, and he also had our best effort on goal in the second half. So you know he he, he does he does have he, he can be when when he's playing like he did against Stockport he can be effective, but yeah. he can be equally frustrating when he plays like he did against um, Sutton. Sutton, yeah. I think sometimes they give him too much of the ball. That should sort of use the left side more and mm. draw more out of Liam Gordon. So I want to see more from Liam Gordon. I think he's a good player, Liam Gordon, but I want to see more of him going forward as a wing back. Yeah. We we shouldn't forget that Knowles wasn't signed as a, as a wing back. No, he wasn't. What is his best position if not wing back? Because wherever he else plays on the pitch, he's not as effective as when he's at wing back. I think we signed him as a, an a, an eight or a ten. Um, but he's playing he's playing at wing back. I think his um, confidence has been. Uh, I think he's low on confidence. I think he's a better player than I thought. He played well yesterday. Uh, he's he's yeah. kind of ball into the box isn't the greatest, um, but um, but but yeah, we're, uh, there's a I can do without I could do without the kind of false injuries and fake limp. But um, <laughs> as a as a fullback, he hasn't done he hasn't done badly. As a wing back, his his final ball kind of lets him down at times, but he was never he was never bought to that. And it, but he gets us up the pitch really well. Is often the guy that's gaining us up the pitch um, more so than uh, Gordon on the other side. It's so, a bit like uh, Joe uh, Edwards at wing back, but just without like the final bit of quality. Yeah, <laughs> makes makes his wing back that well, game against Sheffield United when he was at wing back. He was immense. I remember that. Yeah. Um. Just to, just very briefly, what did you make of Romeo Hutton? Um. Daz yesterday. Didn't notice, I mean, Gillingham were poor. Didn't notice a lot about him. He came and took a throw in in the second half, saw his name on the back of his shirt, and thought, oh, yeah, he's playing, isn't he? Um, <laughs> was a, didn't, I don't know, he's any better than, uh, you, would you have swapped him for Knowles? I don't think so. No, let's be honest, though, he'd probably have fit in They had George Lasley playing for him as well, who, uh, who was available this time last year when Mansfield were looking to to offload him and he went to Gillingham. Uh, he scored against us in, uh, I think he scored against us in November before. But um, again, uh, he just, they were anonymous. They were just blue shirts. There, were, there wasn't anybody that stood out that, um, that you thought, oh, we must, we must be interested in him or we, yeah. I'd love to take him. Um, so, so Hutton didn't say a lot. Yeah, certainly not a player that was worth um, throwing lots of money at. Correct. From what you could see. Um, the players that have gone out, Ro Rollin, um, 
I don't think he's he was ever going to make the first team again. So I think that makes sense for him to go out. Um, Ronan Mayer, um, there was an interesting article um, after chatting with the Rushall manager saying what a massive loss it had been for him when Ram went back. Um, and they were they were overjoyed to get him back again. Um, the, well, the contribution to that team, I know it's down a couple of levels, but, I mean, there's definitely a player in there and um, he's going to be ready for first team for Warsaw next season, I think. So that's a, a good player coming through. It, 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 You're not sure about that, Jack? What are you thinking? No, I think I think we actually handled the situation really well. I know some people don't think we handled it well, but the fact that we brought him back when we needed the depth and then sent him back when we don't, so we're not halting him is much better than what we could have done is when just hang on to him. But I don't I think next year the next step is to go to a team like Solihull. And I then think, I think they were I think um assess it assess it next January after like half a season in the National League. Don't yeah. throw him straight into the deep end of the league too when we're going to be pushing for promotion with lots of expectation on the season. Because that's a lot of pressure on their very young shoulders. Yeah. He's not that young, you know. In football, in terms, he's young, very inexperienced. I, I, I think a player. I, I, I take what you say, Jack, but I think a player who was doing very well at another club was a bad look on a manager who couldn't put a result together. And I think, personally, I think part of the reason he came back was not because we needed a left-sided option. I thought it was a bad luck for the manager with um, somebody smashing it somewhere else, albeit a couple of levels down, where we were where we were kind of Barrow, wherever else we, we kind of stank the place out for for much of October and November. Yeah. I think it was a really defensive move by the manager. Yeah, I believe he was under pressure at the time, wasn't he? And things yeah. did turn around for us. And uh, saved him his job. We're going to come on to Matt Sadler in a second. Um, one player that's gone back, Harvey Griffiths. He was quite a disappointing one. Didn't really sort of make an impression. So I think um, obviously that's not particularly a loss for us. Making the wolf um, squad every week, though, ain't he? Say again. Making the wolf squad every week. Well, I, I don't know. On he, the bench when he uh, when he came on for in the JPT, he just didn't look bothered when he came on for Warsaw. So maybe. He just, oh, uh, Walsall's, Walsall's probably just a buster. Yeah, he probably just yeah, didn't yeah. want to be here, did he? He probably didn't want to be here. Um, so could we talk about Matt Sadler? I think yes. what I want to what I want to touch on with this. Um, I've got a comment from uh, James James Evans in the last fan chat. I asked you if you thought that Sadler was the man to get us out of this league. I personally don't. Have you seen anything to, to suggest he is? Um, I'll go to Phil first. To answer that one, yeah, um, I, I think probably if if you look back at if you look back at the last two fan chats we've had, it's maybe been a little bit distorted in the sense that the last fan chat we had, we kept we we came off the back of five wins out of six, and the one yeah. before that we'd had four defeats out of five, including <laughs> yeah. then that disgusting nil-nil draw at Alfreton in the in the cup as well. So yeah. the one before, I think we we're all very much down on Sadler. The last one. There was a lot more optimism around it. But the fact of the matter is that four defeats out of five doesn't define a season and neither does five wins out of six. A season is 46 games long. It's a long old slog. Um, and if you look at where we are over the season and assess Matt Sadler on that, he's doing OK. We've won as many games as we've lost. We've had some encouraging performances. We've had some disappointing performances. Um, we're not going to get relegated. We're probably not going to get in the playoffs. He's doing okay. Yeah. For me, and I touched on it earlier, the, the big thing for me now is that we cannot have a drop-off like we've had in previous seasons. We have yeah. to finish this season positively. He's talking a lot and the club are talking a lot about building for next season. I'm getting a little bit tired of hearing it, quite honestly, because we've been building for next season for about four seasons now. Yeah. There has to now be actual evidence in terms of results and league position that we are building for next season and that we we take some momentum and some positivity into next season so that's the key for me 
I'm still not totally convinced on Sadler, but I think he's he's done enough to earn to earn more time to to take things forward at this stage. Does what Phil said. Cheers, <laughs> <laughs> Daz. Truthfully, what Phil said. I think I think he needs to finish in the top half. I think he needs probably needs to finish in the top ten to yeah. to justify um, progress. I think I think I'd be. Um, I he, cut him a bit of slack in terms of he's been a bit unlucky with with injuries, but so has everybody else. But but truthfully, what Phil said is. Um, I think he's got still got things to prove to to justify um, he's the right man to take us forward. Um, he makes some strange, strange decisions at times, um, but uh, I'm, I'm cutting a bit of slack. How about that? <laughs> um, Jack, uh, would you be happy with a top ten finish? I'd be happy finishing ten points off the playoffs. Yeah, that would be progress for me. That was what three wins. You can yeah. even make three wins in the second season. I th- yeah, hopefully. Um, I wanted. To, I I actually thought if we got Sadler after the Sulfur game when we lost last year three two, it wouldn't be a bad appointment based yeah. on how we played and how we spoke post match. Um, so I'm not going to be one who's like hounding for him to go. Uh, <laughs> so I've I, I wasn't unhappy with the appointment, and I'm quite happy to wait. You know. I'm young. I've still got grounds in League Two. I need to go to. Um, <laughs> uh, I think... I'm, I'm quite happy. I, if we end ten points off the playoffs, and well, we've kept. We've got Gordon tied down. We've got Oshin tied down. Um, Earring tied down. These yeah. players are not. Uh, these players wouldn't stay if they didn't like the manager. So they yeah. like the manager. They're going to perform. And, uh, Isaac Hutchinson as well. He's got another year, hasn't he? He's got another year. Would would you be unhappy if we sold him someone for a big fee to strengthen elsewhere? Or do you think he's important um, for next year? I think um at this stage, at this stage, I think I'd want to try and keep him really. But I mean, if somebody comes in with half a million, he's gonna go, isn't he? It's a it's a business world and money talks. Um what I wanted to touch on with uh, Matt Sadler. Um, Anthony Russell's put a comment in there. Sadler's judgment leaves a lot to be desired. Game management. Um, we have criticised Matt Sadler for not making substitutions. And then I think perhaps he was a little bit unlucky. He made the right, he made subs at the right time, I think, against Gillingham. And um, and then they went and equalised. So it's uh, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because there, there, there's some comments on Twitter saying... Why did he have to change it, trying to settle for a point and that sort of stuff? But I don't think he was doing that. I think he was just freshening it up, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he tried to. I think he tried to cover the the ball into the box a bit, kind of defend a bit. Um, I think the 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 Sturk one for Earring was partly tactical, partly we're still trying to feel Earring back into into fitness. Um, I don't know issue yesterday. No issue yesterday. I got issue if you if you wanna if you wanna pick an issue. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The goalkeeper change last Saturday is, is a bigger issue for me than, than what he did yesterday. I, I, I don't think he was far away yesterday. Um, I, I was going to come on to that next, actually. 
Um, Owen Evans, I suppose, as the the club and the squad set up for the season, um, it was clear that Owen Evans was the number one keeper. And um, he has an injury and drops out of the team because he's had an injury. And then when he's fit, you bring your number one back in. He's one I... mentality. But when, when your number two's come in and done so well... It's uh, it feels wrong to uh, th- make him out yeah. again. I think it's clear from Matt Sadler's comments after the last couple of games that he sees him as the number one goalkeeper as well. Um, I mean, he's he's even gone as far as to say he sees him as the best goalkeeper in the division. He said that um, after the last couple of matches. Um, but I haven't spoken to many Warsaw fans who think he should have come back in instead of Jackson Smith. No, so I don't I don't think any, and the stats for the division have got him uh, well down the pile. Got him well down the pile. Um, but it looks like uh, Owen Evans is back to stay, obviously, sort of coming in, uh, started the last two games. I think it would need something significant for him to change back from that. But mm-hmm. is it is it um, a coincidence that we're winning games and then he's brought Owen Evans back in? When... Uh, We've not won the last two. I, I think the defence have got more confidence in Jackson Smith when he's got the ball at his feet, and I think that showed against Sutton. I mean, let's face the Jones, it. The whole uh, ground's got more confidence with Jackson yeah, Smith. Yeah. Owen, Owen Evans had some rip, some seriously dicey moments against Sutton. I mean, he, he, could, oh, easily, yeah. he could easily have cost us a couple of goals. Um, there was that yeah. one in the first half where he, he, he got robbed of the ball on the edge of the area and the guy nearly got through. And then there was another one in the second half where he took a terrible touch and lost the ball in the corner. Um, it's a really strange one for me. I, I think Jackson Smith came in and did very well. Um, he had a couple of wobbly moments early on, but I, I thought he looked good. I think he kicks well. His distribution and the pace of his distribution, the speed of his distribution. Um, yeah, it's a big, big advantage he's got over Owen Evans. So, yeah, it's a strange one for me, uh, Evans coming back in. And then rumours rumors about an injury or a sickness for Jackson Smith. I just happened to bump into his dad and um, there was nothing wrong with him. It's not an injury. It's not an injury. It's not a cold. He's just been dropped and he wasn't particularly told why. So um, that was that's not a great one, really. It'll be interesting we... if we get his contract sorted. Well, I think... Um, Owen Evans is a contract to the end of the season, I think, and uh, Jackson Smith also to the end of the season. But I think we might have a year option on Jackson Smith. I know the Evans um, one might be interesting because well, be... I think there, there was um, there was a rumor that uh, Owen Evans wasn't that happy at the club, sort of going back. Whether that's true or not, or just um, murmurings, I don't know. It wouldn't but, surprise me if he left. Well, if he if he wanted to leave, he could have gone in January, couldn't he? But um, so maybe that's not true. Maybe he's just was unhappy because of an injury and uh, and losing his place in the team. So um, we'll see how he goes. I think it's good to have two keepers who can do the job. I guess. It's a shame we're just picking the wrong one of the two. <laughs> um, comment from David Pye. This sort of. Uh, the new forwards need time to gel. Yeah, I think that's that's a fair one, I think. Um, what do we practice in training? Because Knowles and Gordon would be great players if they could cross the ball. That's uh, that, I can't argue with that comment, really. Um, now, this one is sort of a, a wider question, really, or a wider statement. Neil Hemingsley, fans need to understand how broken the club was on and off the field before Travella took over. We had no direction, but now we are turning a corner and fans are still moaning. Because there's always um, something that can be improved. Yeah, I, I think they can I always go better. I agree with almost all of that. I think, to be fair to Pomlet, he, he began the process. He yeah. did. If it wasn't for COVID, we'd have gone up under Pomlet. I, I, I think I, I agree with everything, but I think Travella kind of have, have built on what Pomlet started to turn around. But yeah. I, the sentiment, I totally agree with. Yeah, I think that's I think that's fair enough, really. I think we, I think as I said before, 
it's better, but don't ask me to quote any stats because the stats don't particularly say it's better. It just feels better. I think um, it, it's only a very small thing, but the uh, the guy on the announcing at the game, he's got so much more energy to him. And um, so the match day experience is better. And then the locker, we sort of uh, coming on to the, the thought of the locker, went in there with Stephen before the last game. And um, it's nice to sort of catch up with people and see people before the game. And it sort of just improves the whole match day experience to be able to catch up with people and have a drink um, with a, with a, a volume of Warsaw fans. Uh, before the game, and uh, what what's your thoughts on the locker? Have you all been in there? I think I know I've seen you in there, Daz. Yeah, I haven't yeah. been there yet. I, You've not been I, in there yet, Jack. I'm, I was really really impressed. I know I, there's a there's a few like Warsaw carpet or or red and white walls or what or, or a bit more Warsaw theme, but a kind of we we play there. We play there 23 or 25 times a year, 26 times a year at the most. Some of them on a Tuesday as well. That's that's a hundred hours in um, in kind of uh, one hundred and twenty hours in uh, in operating kind of time. Yeah, you yeah. look at the, the Villa ladies are there. I know they had two and a half thousand yesterday. I think um, the Sunday markets there. There's there's a lot more to tap into that, that probably the, the the kind of Warsaw theme doesn't quite work as well with. I thought I thought the fact it was a bit. Um, it was neutral was a good thing um yeah. i also compliment um Trevella. going back to neil's comment here um they they spent some money well they haven't gone for the lowest possible spec or the cheapest kind of way to do if you look at the the the, the, the speakers if you look at the screens if you look at what they've done they, they, they seem to have looked and thought what's the right thing to do rather than the cheapest thing to do yeah yeah and uh, you can't always accuse decisions at warsaw for being for, for being that in the past too often we kind of took the cheap option rather than the, the right option so uh, absolutely to credit yeah. to credit to tavela and boycott for doing the right thing not the cheap thing yeah yeah and the thing is it, it's as you say the um 20 23 24 or 20, 23 games, 23 uh, occasions in three six five, is the you can't sort of have it just for one thing, can you? It's got to be open and versatile. I remember. And, uh, I thought the pop up shop was really clever as well. I think um, that that's somebody who's been pragmatic and looking for opportunities rather than yeah. waiting for ideas to come. So um, whoever thought of that, well done. Yeah, no, it's better. Have you been in there, Phil? Yeah, I popped in briefly before the Sun game. I, I had intended to go in there for a drink, but I got there a bit late, so I, I literally just went in and had a look, quick look around, and uh, and came out again. But yeah, I agree with what Dad said. It, it, it looked, I thought it looked quite fresh. It looked smart. I was a member of the Sadlers Club previously. I used to go in there um, before and after most games, um, and it's I think it's really good that it, it, it's um, it's open again. It's a, it's a, it's an option for away fans to go in and have a drink as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, and, and going back to the the previous point um, that Neil made, yeah, I, I agree. Um, Traveller have done everything that they said that they were going to do so far. I think you yeah. know they've they've bought the freehold, they've reopened the Sadlers Club. I think we can all start to see changes in infrastructure, which which will improve things over time. Um, and and I agree. It, you know, you were never going to put right years of decay in two years. No, and the thing is, you um, don't want uh, gut reaction stuff, do you? You want yeah, to proper build. Yeah, I, I get it because, like you know, ultimately the the one thing that we want to see is success on the pitch. Um, and 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 there are some supporters who, you know, turn up, watch the game, and then go home. We maybe don't worry too much about all the all the other extra bits. But there are a lot of fans who do want a good match day experience with with yeah. you know the whole you know make more of a day of it than some people. So. It's right that they look at that side of things, and it's right that they invest and that they, you know, they make going to Warsaw a good experience. Um, and you know, hopefully, this will this will all snowball and and uh, and show on the pitch as well as off the pitch. The on the pitch would be nice. Um, the com positive comment from Joe. Um, we've had some great wins against top teams 
but inconsistency isn't quite there yet. Um, Sadler deserves time to sort of uh, get it all work in the right direction. And uh, mm. as, you, as we mentioned earlier, Jamie Jellis fits perfectly in with the, the mentality that he wants, sort of energetic players that are, are full of running. And uh, so that's good. That's good as well. Um, just a thought with Jellis coming in, and um, of course we've got McIntyre as uh, is out at the moment. Um, where do we see Sturt playing um, when he's fully fit? Because Conley has um, been up there for man of the match in every game he's been in, hasn't he? The last few games. Um, Jack, it's it's one of them. You think Comley, is he going to be here till the end of the season? Probably after the end of the is he going to be here next season? Probably not. Um, because if we're going to build for League One, Comley isn't League One quality. Um, and Sturkey's younger than Comley, so we really do need to try and develop him. So I would uh put Sturkey instead of Comley because one Sturkey's our highest assist tallier for the season. Um, and he's up there with the most tackles in League Two before yeah. he got injured. Um, so I'd definitely be sticking Sturt back in the midfield as soon as he's fit. Okay, that's good. Um, just say, uh, we've got somebody here saying hi from Russia. So that's uh, nice to uh, have some international visitors. Um, Phil, what's your thoughts on the, uh, the, the Comley-Sturk situation? I think Comley's done very well in the, in recent matches. I think I've always felt he's been a bit of an underrated player, the job that he does. Um, and I think he's been one of our better players recently. But I do, but I, I also like Ryan Sturk. I think Sturk's going to be an, a, an important player for us um, moving forward. It depends what it, it depends what formation he's going to play and how he wants the midfield to set up. Um, at the moment, the Comley-Hutchinson earring combination I like. Um yeah, we spoke before about whether, you know, can you play or do you want to play Comley and Sturk in the same team? Is it both? Or is it one or the other? I would say yeah. it's one or the other. Um, yeah, for me, for me, I think Comley's got that shirt at the moment. But um, I, I do take Jack's point. I think next season, um, you know, Com I know Comley's contract's up, Sturk is there next season. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, but it, 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 again, it's good that you've got two good options for one position. Yeah, um, and, and I do like Sturt. And when uh, when we put McIntyre into the mix and Jellis, um, and Tierney, um, Tierney probably won't be here next year. Yeah, um, I, I, I think yeah. just one for Daz. Who is who would you have as your ideal three? Everybody fit now. The ideal three in the middle. Um. Uh... <laughs> Wow. Um, Sturt gets in my team most weeks for what it's worth. I think it's impossible to ignore Hutch. He blows hot and blows cold. But um, but he's, uh, he's, his goals and assists kind of drive him in there. Yeah. Um, Earring has done all right. Um, for me, I don't... I think the shirts up for grabs in the midfield. I'm going to avoid answering it too much. The shirts are for grabs, and um, it, somebody needs to go out and win those shirts now. Huh. For me, we're, we're we're looking towards next season. I kind of commented yesterday. We're short of some 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 kind of precision and and flair to to create. And uh, I think whoever grasps the shirt and and hopefully Stir could be one of them. Then. Uh, then good luck to him. Just one thing, Simon. Sorry about this. To the the allow from Russia, stop invading Ukraine. Sorry. <laughs> oh, we've got all political or some. Um... I... It was a very political answer to begin with, anyway. <laughs> uh, right then, we shall move on from that. I'll just let people know. Um, any businesses that are watching, um, there's still an opportunity to uh, partner with the channel. So we're uh, getting touch. If you'd uh, like to support the channel, that would be good. We also have fan chat. So if anybody loves the channel and want to send us some super thanks, that would also be good. Um, I think Chris Edwards' point, um, similar to what Jack was saying, really, patience for this season, top 10 finish would be progress. 
playoff place would be massive bonus. You ain't kidding. Um, we're building for next season. I think what's not been mentioned that I was sort of expecting was Ben Boycott said he'd got money available for January, but they haven't really spent any. I think we paid. I think we have paid fees for Evan Weir and Jealous. Mm, yeah, I'm much mistaken. I think we have. I'm not sure how big the fees are. But Somebody I think mentioned we have, 15 grand for Jellis. I don't know whether that's true. I, I don't know, but I know we have paid a fee for him and we paid a fee for Evan Weir as well. We, pro we probably but, got 50% discount for Weir, though. We own the club. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's not money laundering, is it? So the, the, the... <laughs> Buy one, get one for him. <laughs> we get that up. Uh, one, one guy we're missing today is Lee. Um, Lee got a bang on the head at, in Gillingham. He's got a bit of... Uh, concussion so um we've got Lee's joining us um on the comments do you think sadler can get 20 plus wins because that's what you need to get in the top seven places tight games we don't win enough um will well, that be a factor for next season he has only been a manager for nine months he's not going to be the finished article just yet now i think is is sadler improving as a manager yes yeah, Phil. Um, steadily, I think. <laughs> yeah, no. Look, 20, 20 plus wins, not this season. Um, you know, you look at our you look at our record so far this season. We've won ten games out of twenty eight. So that doesn't yeah. suggest that we're going to win another ten out of the remaining games that we've got this season. Um, so probably not this season. But like I said earlier on, uh, I'm not totally sold on Sadler, but. Um, I've seen enough for him to be at, to be given more time to try and to try and build and, and get and get more things in place. Um, Daz has said it before several times. It takes more than one or two transfer windows to get where you want to get. Yeah. Um, and the last thing that I think this club needs is another change of manager and another reset. It's the last yeah. thing we need. Um, good, good comment there. Just catching up. Attack starts with goalkeeper. That's James's comment from earlier. So we're. Uh... I thought I missed that. I'm trying to keep up with them. I'll just catch up as I can. Um, yeah, I think Matt Sadler, yes, he is frustrating. Um, but I think he's learning. I think I think he's learning slowly. We what, just want him to learn quicker, don't we? Sorry, just quickly. One, 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 thing that, one thing that knocks me a little bit about him is I think in, in his, his, he has a habit of over-egging the pudding somewhat in his post-match interviews. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I, I think sometimes you, you know, I, I get home and think, as he watched a, a Barcelona game from the mid '90s instead of uh, instead of a Warsaw game. I think, he, I think he, I, I get it to a point, but I think he, I think he, he overeggs the pudding slightly on certain points and certain performances. Um, and you know, he, he, like we've mentioned before, he's clearly got certain favourites who he talks about a lot and and who play regularly. But look, as Jack said. He's learning. He's, he's, he's less than a year into into the gig, so let's let's not be too harsh on him, and, and let's see let's let's see where he is in in you know in a year's time. Yeah, um, I I think his post match interviews would benefit by somebody asking him questions a little more difficult. I understand yeah. it's club media, and the club media have got to kind of touch on yeah. the right notes, and I kind of get it where it comes from. But they make it too easy for him to do the things that Phil has just said in times to to over egg and um, and asking him a difficult question every now and then might just get a bit more um, uh, get a bit deeper into well, what he really thinks. When yeah. I was um, shadowing the media team last against Sutton, you had I was listening to George the Express and Star uh, bloke and Mike Taylor from WM. And uh, Tyler asked him about the, why he switched out Evans and Jacko. And he said that he's got two uh, number ones and it's just a selection headache. And Evans is the best goalkeeper in the league. Um, and that Evans comes out and commands his box um, a lot more because he comes out and climbs up like 18 yards off his line. Um, so that's it. If you, listen, if you listen to WM, if you listen to WM, they like put more, you know, kind of journalist questions to him yeah, rather yeah. than like 
keep the club happy. Yeah, I got you. Okay. It, and it, the um, I think what you're saying about uh, Owen Evans and that, yes, he does command his box fairly well. But if he didn't hold on to the ball after he'd done that, before we would be so much happier. I was speaking to the Sutton bloke there as well. He was behind us, and I said, he said to me. Owen Evans, he hasn't played the last couple of weeks. I said, yeah, I know we've had uh, the backups come in. He's done really well. I'm surprised he drops in. He went, well, every time I've seen Evans, he's looked all right. I said, he's all right on occasions, but don't be surprised today if he does something and throws the ball in the back of his net. And when he was live on air, and when he when Evans did that, he looked at me and he went, you told me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, that's quality. Um, I'm not a Sadler's fan, but we need to give him a chance next season. Sick to death of managers not being given enough time, says 23rd of June. I think we've seen it all the way through the leagues. The amount of times managers change. And it, it is. It is crazy, isn't it? It is crazy. Can I, can I ask what people want? Like, what, if, if, we did had, if we had a terrible end of the season and we had to get rid of him, what what would people want? Would they like an experienced manager or would they like a young manager? Because we've done both recently. <laughs> well, we thought Mike Flynn. We thought Mike Flynn would be the perfect guy. And uh, Stuart O'Driscoll, we thought he would be great. And, He's got the best percentage of any Warsaw manager in the last 20 years, yeah. I think. Oh, dear. It's, it's, a tough, it's a tough one, isn't it? Everybody wants to win the league. And... Um, the facts, the facts are clear that not everybody can, and uh, and everybody wants to win. Walsall are doing better. Walsall are doing better. Um, these next few games coming up, um, Morecambe on Tuesday, Got Newport on Saturday, and then Crawley away. How many points are we going to be getting? We need to get seven. Seven. Would you settle for seven? Was that three, three, and a one? Yeah. Um, what do you think, Phil? Are we uh, are we capable of beating Morecambe? Because Morecambe are on a good run of form, aren't they? We're capable of beating anyone in this division, and we've proved that throughout the season. Um, on, on when we play well, but we've also proved that we can. Uh, <laughs> if we don't get it right, we can lose to anyone in the division. But realistically. We've got we've got we've actually got three home games in the next two weeks, haven't we? Uh, we've got yeah. Tuesday, Saturday, and then I think is it Mansfield on the following Saturday with uh, Mansfield. Well. Yeah, that'll and, be uh, a tough one. I think we're all going to Harrogate, aren't we? Yeah, I'm yeah. off to Harrogate as well. Yeah. Oh, you're going to Harrogate. We're all going. We're all going to Harrogate. Up for the weekend at Harrogate, but um, yeah, I, I, I think. Yeah, I, I'd be I'd be disappointed if we didn't get a minimum of four points out of the next two home games with Morecambe and Newport. But I don't, but you know, I um, Crawley away. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably take a point, but I'd but I'd want more. It, it's difficult, isn't it? I, I think I think you know I'd probably go with Jack and say that I think if we're going if we're going to look to sort of build another run, which hopefully we can, then we'd probably need to get you know. I would say five, minimum five, hopefully seven out of the next three games would be nice. Yeah. Pray for nine. Pray for nine, yeah. Nine would be amazing. I think the, the thing is, particularly with Morecambe and Newport just above us in the table, mm. that would um, that would sort of pull us past them where Crawley are just above us as well. So uh, if, if we we'd get three wins there, that would be uh, amazing, wouldn't it? Uh, I'd be happy with those ladies, though. I'll be happy with six points out of that. What do you reckon, Daz? I think there's some some we should win. There's, we could win and lose, as Phil said. I don't, for me, I'd be taking the blocks of five and trying to win three out of five. Um, uh, I think we got nineteen left, or we got twenty left, uh, including yeah. the Sutton and Gillingham games. Um, Eighteen to go. Whether you're doing blocks of six or blocks of three, just try and keep ticking over for me just finish as high as you can i think i think for the club's self-esteem for the manager uh and for looking demonstrating development and growth i think we need to pick up as many points as we can that's stating the obvious in many ways but um enough points to finish in the top 10 and just take it in blocks of <coughs> of, of three or four or five and and pick up 10 points every block <laughs> 
Um, but uh, trying to pick what, which Warsaw, I mean, it would be very Warsaw to to not win against Morecambe and Newport, then beat Mansfield. You know, that would be the most Warsaw. Um, so, I don't know. Just pick up as many points as we can. I don't really count. We need nine points out of 12 or, or 20 out of 36 or whatever. Just keep winning games. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think how Malfall and uh, Josh Gordon settling is um, is going to be key. If if they can start banging the goals in, then um, we'll be challenging top ten, maybe even top seven. But if they uh, if they don't start hitting the back of the net, then uh, we're going to struggle, aren't we? Hmm. Well, when Daniels was talking to um, uh, Mike Taylor as well, he said we. Um, we we enjoy being the uh, the hunters this uh, for the end of the season. So that shows what their ambition is. Um, yeah. But it's just whether they can hunt the people down in front of us. That that's it. I think um, Ali, Alan Jordan has made a comment there. Hutchinson needs to play well for Warsaw to win more games. I think I disagree with that. Really, we can't rely on Hutchinson to be the guy yeah because hutchinson is doing well but i mean he can get crowded out um jack Erin has had a good return since he's been back um and as you say ryan stirk he's he's a contributor as well but it's it's those guys putting the ball in the net isn't it mal fall josh gordon um djt they uh, they got to start finding the net, haven't they? I don't think Jamil Matt is going to be uh, a regular goal scorer for us at the minute. No, I hope we keep Matt though, for the sake of the fact that I absolutely love him. I hope we keep him next year, just around as like an experience yeah, area sort of thing. Yeah. What? Uh, <laughs> uh, this is one of my last uh, comments, really. Um, Wimbledon last game of the season, win and get seventh, be a great way to extend the season into May. I love Lee's Lee's positivity. That's great. That is. Lee's still concussed. <laughs> that's a that's a pro yeah. I think I'd get that checked out, Lee. I think that's it. <laughs> um so I think as a final comment, um we go final comments. So we're overall January transfer window. Um for me, promising but not sort of exhilarating. And uh, as for chances till the end of the season, I'd be happy top 12, but uh, obviously much happier, higher than that. Um, Phil, thoughts? So on the January transfer window, um, not perfect, but much better than it has been in previous seasons. Yeah. Um, and as far as the rest of the season is concerned, yeah, I'd like us to finish... We need to we need to finish in the top half of the season. We need to finish within range of the playoffs to give us yeah. all a bit of hope and a bit of positivity for next season. I think Matt Sadler's probably uh, been told that to keep his job. Perhaps I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Jack, um, January transfer window, uh, more than happy um, building relationships with clubs around us. We've managed to nick a player from a different club from a local which is something we haven't done for quite a few years, if ever, uh, while well, I've been a fan. Um, so, more than happy, building for the future. And where do we need to finish? Maximum 15 points off the playoffs, minimum five. Okay. Um, Daz? I just, I've just seen what Lee's put, 75 points. Kind of, um, that must have been a bigger chair, Lee, than I thought yesterday. <laughs> No, it was the back of a it was the back of a seat, I think. Oh dear. Um so uh January transfer <laughs> window, I think a quiet one was 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 okay. I think we probably needed a, a bit of stability and got it. The, the, we've talked about you're never going to replace Draper, which forced two of the loans. Uh, but I think they yeah. had a solid January. I wouldn't criticize them at all. And and I agree. Top 12, top 10, as many points as you can. Jack, I want to be closer to the playoffs than 15 points, but, but there that you go. That was the max. You want to be closer yeah. than that. That's yeah. it. At, at the moment, we're just six points off, and if we can sort of stay in touch 
and not get mm. further away from that, then this, uh, this season reminds me a bit of 93, 94 for anybody who's that old. Um, we got playoffs 92, 93, and blew it. 93, 94, kind of we threatened, uh, but never actually did anything. And um, 94, 95, we, we got uh, we got our kind of ourselves into gear and got out of the league. And this does feel like 93, 94. In, in kind of a, a kind of middling year before before you go again, and uh, and and kind of with that in mind, make sure in get as many points as you can, and, but make sure we hit the ground running in August because yeah. we must get out of this league. And that, that's it. And I think we sort of I think as we've said, we're more primed for that than we have been for a few years. The squad for next year is very pretty much set. I think um, need a striker in. I think. But um, it is pretty much set. And if we haven't spent too much of the budget um, going into August, then uh, maybe there's more money available for a striker. But uh, that's been good. Thank you very much, guys, for, for coming on again. And uh, thanks for all everybody that's watching, including those from Russia. <laughs> that's all good. And uh, as I say, if, um, if you want to support the channel, um, you could pop on some uh, super thanks. Um, if you want to get involved with the channel, uh, contact me on my uh, socials. And um, I do have another show um, connected with my writing. So uh, I'll put that in the description if you want to have a look at that, if you're interested in writing stuff and all that business. Right then, join the pain. Thanks for watching, everybody. Cheers. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.